Hello and welcome to this edition of The Print Pod. I'm T.C. Sharad Raghavan, Deputy Editor at The Print, and I'm going to be talking to you about my profile of Ajay Banga, the U.S.'s nominee for the World Bank head position. The United States' nominee for the post of World Bank President, Indian-American Ajay Banga, comes with vast experience of working in the banking and financial space and has demonstrated his eagerness to work in the developmental space, including in areas that benefit women. Banga is the first Indian-born nominee for the post and, if selected, will be the first India-born person to hold the office. The White House announced Thursday that US President Joe Biden had nominated Banga for the World Bank position on the basis of his extensive experience leading successful organizations in developing countries and forging public-private partnerships to address financial inclusion and climate change. Banga certainly has had a successful tenure at the helm of global companies, especially during his time as CEO of Mastercard from July 2010 until 31st December 2020. During this time, Mastercard reportedly grew to become the 21st most valuable company in the world up from the 256th position before Banga took over in addition the company provided its shareholders returns of 1581% over this period nearly five times that of the S&P 500 index in the same time Banga currently serves as the vice chairman of equity firm in the US General Atlantic but his roots are firmly based in India the son of an army man Banga was born in the Khadki cantonment in Pune but moved around the country a fair bit during his early years of schooling he graduated in economics from St Stephen's College in Delhi in 1979 as part of an illustrious batch many of whom have gone on to make a name for themselves at the national and international level these include justice dy chandrachud the current chief justice of india sir ivan menezes the ceo of international beverage company diageo justice sanjay kaul a supreme court judge arvind subramanian who is the former chief economic advisor to the government of india amongst others following his graduation banga went on to study management at the prestigious indian institute of management in ahmedabad raised in india ajay has a unique perspective on the opportunities and challenges facing developing countries and how the world bank can deliver on its ambitious agenda to reduce poverty and expand prosperity biden said in his statement us vice president kamala harris in her statement on banga's nomination issued soon after the white house announcement said that since Since her election she and banga had worked closely on a new model of public private partnership aimed at addressing the causes of migration in northern central america throughout that partnership nearly 50 businesses and organizations have mobilized to generate more than 4.2 billion dollars in commitments that will create opportunities and hope for people in the region harris said banga's contribution to business have not been missed in india either with the country conferring on him its fourth highest civilian honor the padma shri in 2016 Even going by Banga's previous commitments while he was CEO of Mastercard it is clear that a developmental agenda was always of importance to him under Banga Mastercard in 2019 teamed up with the US government backed Women's Global Development and Prosperity Institute to enhance women's empowerment through financial inclusion access to capital and ability to work I think the business case for including and empowering women has been made up from so many different studies that it puzzles me why the conversation still runs on 
Banga had said at the time. You can add to world GDP. There's the fact that women make up 80% of purchasing decisions. The fact that women will be controlling $70 trillion of global wealth, which is 32% of global wealth by 2025, he added. There's the fact that you can add $28 trillion to the system by empowering women to the same extent in the workforce as men are today. Banga's nomination follows the premature resignation of previous World Bank President David Malpass, who put in his papers after completing a little more than four years of his five-year term. Malpass will step down on June 30th. It is important to note that although the World Bank is still accepting nominations for the post of its president, the convention since its founding has been that the US chooses the bank's head since it's the largest shareholder of the World Bank, while a European nominee is chosen to lead the International Monetary Fund. That's all from me. Thank you so much for listening.